I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And we coming from our basement to your headphones. Barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome to another episode of the Podcastianos. I am Jordan Hall and I'm joined as always by Mr. Eric Wayne. Eric, what's going on? Nothing. I'm feeling healthy. I'm completely uninjured and, and feeling strong. How are your biceps feeling? Oh, never better. Never better. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter, but Eric and I actually met up for the first time. Um, We were no longer just guys talking on the Internet. We were guys being bros in real life. Um, We saw a West Michigan Whitecaps game on Saturday. Eric, I got to say you're a little taller than I imagined. Well, thank you, I guess. (laughs) I and you are also very tall, Jordan. Yeah, we are probably the tallest podcast on the interweb. Yeah, oh, I there's no reason to think we aren't. <laughs> we haven't measured all the other ones, but that's true. A little whiter than I I would have imagined too. Thanks. <laughs> that was the descriptor I gave him. I said, "Just look for the white guy. That's me." Of course, this is Western Michigan, so although I could recognize Jordan right away, he was sporting the Manchester United T-shirt. I wore it for, like, I- for identification purposes, clearly. You, uh, you're a smart man. I actually com- did not actually. Um, no, it was just, well, they were, they were playing uh, Sunday morning, so I wanted to be supportive. And nine out of ten of your T-shirts have Manchester United on them, I'm assuming. That's probably statistically incorrect, but probably not by as much as you might think. <laughs> um, so it was you, me, and my wife, Whitney. Your wife bailed on the day of the game, and I have to say this. <sighs> yep. Whitney was floating the idea today that maybe she doesn't really exist. Uh, you know, it would be the most elaborate deception I've ever experienced if that were the case. But I'm not ruling it out. Almost more elaborate than pretending to be a left-handed uh, relief pitcher on the internet for years and years. No one would do that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so we saw our boy Ninja Purtle. I gotta say, he doesn't not remind me of Brandon Inge playing the hot corner. I thought that was he. He was looking good over there. He's got quality. Uh, he is as short as we are tall. Unfortunately, <laughs> he, he he's a better though. baseball player. Better know. baseball player, but. Not so much on the tallness. No, but it's okay. You don't have to be tall to play baseball. Ask Dustin Pedroia. 
Um, we saw Bo Burrows. Bo Burrows actually was really good. He was pumping 96, 97. I think he threw, what, five innings? Yeah. Yeah. Five or six, maybe? That's probably about all they throw at that level. And then Longwith came in. <laughs> he of the enormously long neck. Love him. Um, and so, yeah, I have uh, Juan Kelly, who you <laughs> appropriately dubbed the um, Don Kelly's Latin Latin brother. Um, you said you called him Juani Deeds on, on Twitter. Um, so yeah, that one that one was a lot of fun. I actually really really appreciated all of the the Juan Kelly jokes. Many laughs were had. Mm-hmm. It was a pleasant day. It was wonderful. Um, can I get something off my chest real quick? This is completely transitioning to a, a new topic. Before we get to the Tigers chit chat, is that is Please that okay go. with you? Um, go. So I feel like on this show we fairly regularly talk about how like big oil runs the world and big agriculture is trying to kill us. Um, but I'd like to talk about big optical for a second, if if, mm. if you could. So I was Please. going to. Um, we had a new opening of iMart Plus in Traverse City, which sounds like PetSmart. I feel like I should go in there and like you know pick out a couple fish to bring back to to my to my house. And they have glasses two for nineteen ninety nine on their on their website is like a grand opening special. Of course, you get in there and you know there's fine print to the to the deal and of course right. the the lenses themselves are are more than a house payment um but the thing is is have you do you have uh i i do i wear contact lenses so, and glasses yeah so you're familiar with the concept of that eye prescriptions expire and as soon as they expire yeah. nobody will sell to you you are completely blacklisted Correct. You it's, do need to provide a prescription in order to purchase glasses. My question is why? Like, how is my life going to, you know, utter, end? Uh, you know, it's just going to be complete chaos. Um, I'm wearing a prescription from a, a or glasses from a prescription that that ended, you know, three days ago. And the thing that really worries me is it has to be like a complete conspiracy. Like, you got your eye doctors that are in on it, the lens companies, and even like the the resale ones, like you know, 1-800-CONTACTS, um, because if any of them break the chain, you know, we're able to get cheap contacts without the, without the prescription. Anyway, that just drives me nuts. You're, you're right. I mean, it's a little shady. It's not like you're going to a pharmacy and filling a Vicodin prescription, right? I mean, you're getting glasses or contact lenses. You do need a prescription, but you gotta, you gotta get smart about this all. You got to get smart about this. What you do is you go to uh, your eye doctor and you don't buy anything from your eye doctor. You just want an exam. And you can call around whatever exam is least expensive. And then you get a copy of the prescription and you order contact lenses or glasses, whatever the case may be. And then you wait for the year, you use the contacts, and when the contact lens is is about to expire, you order as many as you can again. But how can anyone remember from a year, one year on, when it's going to expire? Set a reminder on your phone. Set a reminder on your phone. I suppose that could work. And that gives you two years of lenses, essentially doubling your your uh eye glass uh, or your uh, your contact purchases and having your exam expenses 
That's that's wise. Once again, just just shaping the way I look at the world. Um, let's move on to the contact contact information. Um, one more call for all of the fantasy football people out there that listen to the show. Um, we are having a podcast, Yano's Listener Fantasy Football League. You can play with myself and Eric and the other listeners to the show. We have one spot left. Uh, the draft date is a week from Wednesday. Um, so if you want to be in the league, shoot us an email at podcastianos at gmail.com. Um, and at this you point, do need, you do need to send us a copy of your current prescription <laughs> okay. to play in the league. Yeah, absolutely. That would, that would definitely be the only way we would let you in. Um, maybe, maybe a monetary um, donation as well, just to take care of, of the, the lenses. Just absolutely. kidding. Don't actually. Well, actually, you can. I don't care. You could send us money. That's That's fine. fine. Um, And once again, a big thank you to all the people who have joined the league. There is many that included some very nice words in their email. So, you know, finger guns to you. Um, If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at JordanHall23. Eric is at ComericEric. And the show is at PodcastIanos. Um, Do you have your name picked out? I do. I I haven't put it in there. Um, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to come up with a good fantasy football team name. It will probably be some sort of play on Harambe, if we're being honest. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we'll get, we'll get that taken care of, and then I suppose we can give weekly um, updates as the as it goes, because who doesn't love hearing about somebody else's fantasy football league? And then we can share our bad poker beats. <laughs> um, let's see, podcastianos.com is the website. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. Let's jump right into some Tigers talk, Eric. Um, by about 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday night, I thought this whole show was going to be like dedicated to trying to get everyone to take one step back from the ledge and breathe. Um, mm. I don't know if you remember this, but we got it handed to us in Seattle. Um, Seattle is not kind. Twice in ways that I would not refer to as pleasant. Um, and then we got to Texas and were immediately scooped a large helping of the crappy Anibal Sanchez. Um, and I, I, even I was a little like, oh, geez, here we go. Um, how much of the Seattle series did you see? Um, bits and pieces. It's on so freaking late, right? Oh, yeah. Um, a couple nights. Oh, what what was the extra inning night? It went into like 14. I think that was I get, Tuesday. I think that was Tuesday, too. Oh, that was such a brutal loss because Victor had homered like in the 14th inning and then they still pissed it away. Oh, I didn't watch that because I'm a normal human being and I need to sleep. But um, Monday night I watched and, and a lot of Wednesday night. So I just I, I don't know. I'm not proud of that. Do you have any like pro tips to staying up to for the West Coast games? Um, Coffee. Don't don't booze it. I mean, you got to go coffee or, or at least some, uh, you know, some fruit juice or something like that. I was expecting you to say like to be a man or something. Well, uh, yeah, well, you just got to be tough, yeah? And don't choose the couch. You got to go chair and not a recliner. No, something that keeps you uh, at attention. Yeah. That's right. I always, I, go ahead. I, I honestly, I like to watch it, and I, I, I stay up fairly late, so I like to, yeah, it doesn't bother me. I always do kind of like the cost-benefit analysis. Like, I could watch the game tonight, but I am going to be an, a wreck in the morning. So I usually, I... I, I, we go to bed fairly early as is, so you know anything later than like eleven o'clock, and I'm struggling to 
to maintain my my lucidness. But then Fulmer and Boyd stepped up and saved the week with two great starts Saturday and Sunday. Um, bit of a topsy-turvy week all around, but here's where we stand. Um, this is before the game started tonight. We're recording on Monday this week. Um, we're five games back of the Indians and a game and a half back of Boston for the second wild card. Um, I have some numbers, and by I have, I mean I saw Lee Panis on Twitter tweeted some numbers. The Tigers have 45 games remaining, 27 home, 18 road, like that. 30 mm-hmm. of them are, below, are against teams that are below 500. That's not bad. And then seven uh, versus the team they need to catch, which is Cleveland. And they also have four against Boston coming up this week, who is another team that we'd prefer to catch. Um, how are you feeling at this very moment? Oh, you know, after the five consecutive losses, I was like, we're really going to have to find something, you know. Um, But, you know, the couple wins, it's amazing how that just raises your spirits again. We're just kind of we're hanging in there. We're hanging around. We're not moving in um, dominantly into that wild card spot and we're really not falling away. We're just kind of on the cusp. So I feel hopeful yeah and i and i like that we have the four games coming up with boston this week we'll get into it when we when we preview it a little bit more closely um i do feel like we're kind of owed a little bit of regression bad luck i feel like everything that could have gone right did for us when we played in boston and i'm a little worried about payback when it when it's at comerica this time but you know this is a great chance to really make a move if we win three of four all of a sudden, uh, I mean, my math's not real great, but that would put us into the, the wild card. That would be great. Yeah. Have you been following the drama about Thursday and Thursday's time for the game? I have not, actually. Okay, so Thursday we play the Red Sox at one ten, And the night before, that Wednesday night, the Red Sox are have a late game at home. Ooh, that's awesome. So that is saucy. So uh, I guess there was a little bit of griping, especially among the Boston media of like, why are they playing a day game after a night game? And it's the first game of a series. Well, there's a couple of reasons. And that is the Tigers play Thursday day games like all almost, uh, almost exclusively there. And there's a Lions preseason game at Ford Field right across the street that night. Can you imagine what kind of mess it is oh, when they yeah, double absolutely. up? So there there was a couple of legit reasons there. And when White Sox, come on. Yeah. Well, anything we can do to keep them um, uncomfortable is great. Anything yeah. we can do to, to irritate um, the people from the, the New England slash Boston area is, is great. Um, and, you know, they still have a little piece of my soul from the, from the Benoit um, Ortiz incident so um you know i really don't have any sort of sympathy for anyone in the organization ever um part of the problem this past week has been that the injury bug bit us in a major way um in the past couple weeks i kind of generalize here we've lost castianos zimmerman um maybin iggy and then uh as we alluded to earlier now possibly miggy um says he's day-to-day with a left bicep strain which i quite frankly have no idea what that would look like um but they've all gone down i asked twitter to tell us what you guys want us to talk about tonight 
and a lot of responses were about the replacement guys. So why don't we talk about the 23rd, 24th, and 25th guys on the roster? You cool with that? Yeah, why not? Yeah, we, we talked about Cabrera and Verlander last week. That's, so we don't need to talk to, about them for a month or two now. That's fine. And, and I don't want to speculate too much on, on Miggy. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to assume he's going to play tomorrow. That's, that feels right. It, it didn't look like a violent collision or anything like that. And it didn't even look like his arm really got wrenched back. It, it looked like he kind of was swiping back. Is, is Usain running tonight? Did he want to catch that race? No, that was last night. Yeah. That was last night. I got, all, I got my Usain fix in. So. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too much, but Usain is the absolute man. I love Usain. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted him to beat Gatlin. Oh, is that wrong of no, me? No, for sure. No, I, I for sure did, too. I don't have – this This is an Olympic – it isn't an Olympic podcast, but I got no time for cheaters. Got no time yeah. for cheaters. And he was kind of being a dick about it, like not fessing up. Oh, it's there. You know, just some lame BS. And, and Bolt's, Bolt's fun. And Chris Collinsworth in his lovely piece that he did on Gatlin, because why isn't why wouldn't Chris Collinsworth be doing feature pieces for NBC exactly. Olympics? Um, he said something about how Justin Gatlin trained with the the guy from Balco. That doesn't help your case. Come on, Gosh. and he's kind of a dick. He is kind and, of a dick. And Bolt is Bolt is a different type of person altogether. Even when they're lined up, Bolt's like a head taller than all those other dudes. He's just a, 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 a particular specimen of person who can pull this off, evidently. Freaking amazing. Do you think he could go get it in center field at Comerica? <laughs> I, I would hope so. I mean, as long as he doesn't have to catch very, you know, make it, make it easy. I don't that's, – that's like with the NFL wide receiver. Oh, just get the fastest guy and just run him out there. Well, he's got to catch the freaking ball. Yeah, it was it was more more sarcastic based on how – Whatever. They, Whatever, they, Hall. People face You've been calling. You want this. I know you do. I know, I do, I, I I know do too. Tiger's Twitter wants me to ask, who's a better center fielder, him or Mike Avilas? Oh, both for sure. <laughs> For sure. Uh, let's get back to uh, to baseball, bat, bats and balls. Um, Dan Fernandez wants to hear about Casey McGee, so why don't we start there? Um, he hasn't been awful. What, what are your takes on, on hits? Oh, lately, it's just been warning track shot after warning track shot for him. I, it, it's crazy. I think he's hit four or five warning track. It looks like it's going on, but it's not. I don't know. He's got major league experience. He had been super solid in Toledo. Um, he's kind of a veteran. It's not like you're calling a kid up. He's got a great lack of hair beard combination that just like kind of the rotund dude that you you know feel is very trustworthy. Yeah. It looks like he could. It looks like he could knows how to pilot a motorcycle pretty well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And uh, no, I like I like hits McGee. I would. What's I imagine take? he would be one of the greatest uh, softball players, like slow pitch softball. Players oh of yeah, all time. yeah, dude, softball guy. Dude yeah. could definitely rake. Um, the thing is, I I remember going back to spring training when when we signed him. I feel like we both kind of poo pooed him a little bit, but somebody, uh, I'm sure it was Lynn. It feels like a Lynn story. Said that he's just the greatest clubhouse influence ever, and that's not a bad thing to have around. He had four hits yep. on Saturday. Like he to me seems like a consummate professional. Like. Yep. I don't I don't necessarily think that that he improves the team, you know, greatly, but having him on the bench over Avilas is or anyone on the bench over Avilas, that's not a bad thing. 
what a good resource to have when Nick gets hurt. Like this is the reason why you have him and you do this and you have that kind of backup piece and credit to McGee. Like he received his release and decided to stick it out with Toledo and stay with the club. And he had his options, but he said, no, I'll stick it out here. And he did. And he, and you reward him with this chance. Like you don't go out and get a guy. McGee has been doing his thing, hitting well, playing well for this chance. You give him his chance. Yeah. I, you know, we talked about when Castellanos went down about possibly going to get Danny Valencia. I'd much rather just stick it out with Casey at this point. Yep. Um, I kind of, I know that obviously it works with the four hits, but I kind of dig him in the two spot. He's a good bat handler. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't any like other obvious, you know, choices. I actually don't mind Collins. him out there. Collins has been there a lot. Yeah, he, I, I still wouldn't necessarily call him a, a prototypical no, number no. two hitter. No. Um, why don't we get to Tyler Collins? Um, we gave him quite a bit of love last week, but he hasn't been awful in center field. Have you forgiven him for Birdgate yet? See, I never gave him a hard time at the beginning. No, you didn't. I, whatever. It's like one little incident. He's had a he had a bad play and the fans are busting his balls a little bit and like he got a little emotional. Who cares? No, you cannot do that. Who hasn't Don't given a double double bird and, and said F, F you all or all? How of many you. of you? All right. <laughs> tell me. Tell me. Uh, you know, many people who work in the workplace in the marketplace have customers mm-hmm. and sometimes those customers just drive you nuts. <laughs> and tell me. Have you never wanted to just give the double freedom rockets to a cu- <laughs> some customers at some point? I think we all have been there. I think we've all it's been okay. there. You you never should do that, but it happens sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, uh, it's a left-handed bat in the lineup. I mean, there are, there are definite upsides to a you know this Tyler Collins in the lineup. Um, obviously, we're a better team with Cam Maben in the two hole. He, he gives an energy that, that Tyler just doesn't. But, um, you know, I gotta, I gotta give Tyler credit when we went down and saw the him play. Well, we went to see the whole team, not just Tyler play down in, in Toledo. Um, he did not appear to be, um, particularly interested to be there. He wasn't running hard. Um, there was a lot of things that made me think, well, Tyler Collins is never coming back. Um, but since coming back, he's been, he, he has taken the second chance and he's run with it. Um, I don't want to talk about it because, um, we already alluded to it once, but wasn't it? It was one of my most favorite things from the season so far when Avilas was starting in center field and Tiger's Twitter absolutely lost its freaking mind. That was that was worth the price of admission right there. I, you're not gonna get me to to slap the patty of Tiger's Twitter for that one because I cannot stand Mike Avilas. I'm not hard on players, no, but this guy is just driving me nuts. And he's he's not an outfielder, and he's at this point he's hard, hardly an infielder. Oh, um, but so bad. Um, let's move on to something a little bit more pleasant. Jake Skoronek asked us, um, "What are our expectations for Dixon Machado's short but very important stint while replacing Iglesias?" Catch the ball and bat two hundred. Yeah, I mean, I put down two forty five, but yeah, essentially, essentially that. I mean, catch the ball, uh, run the bases well. Um, be super solid and um, hit the ball two out of every 10 times. I mean, that's that's realistic. I feel like I've always kind of been a, a pretty big Dixon fan. You know, I was pretty I was pretty <laughs> clever. 
<laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> just just a giggle. Um, I was pretty pretty big on him during spring training. I've I've long thought that there isn't that big of a gap between him and Iglesias. You know, Iglesias is currently at 250 uh, or so for the season. I'll be um, really interested to see what what Machado can do. I know he's probably not going to get everyday run. Um, I I think there's a player there, and like you said, if he can if he can hit a little bit and play a real solid shortstop, that'll be probably all it takes. But I don't hate the concept of Romine as the everyday guy either. Um, he he just brings a little bit a um, little bit something different to the park every day, and and I, I appreciate that in him. Mm-hmm. I affirm you. Yeah, um, Jonathan Barry wants to know uh, which injured player uh, do you think that we're currently missing the most? Oh, it's got to be Cam Mabin. For sure. Like you look at his, the record with him and the record without him, it's pretty stark. Um, he does a lot of things for you. He can steal the base. He really runs it down and catches it in center. Um, he gives you that number two spot where we don't have a clear person to fill that. And um, I don't know. He just, he just brings a lot of energy. What do you think? Who do we miss the most? Um, I, Zimmerman's kind of the obvious choice. Just because Annie Ball yeah. has been so, you know, you never, you don't quite know. Um, but I, I can't disagree on, on Maben. He's been, he's been sorely missed. Um, but I, I just, as good as as Zimmerman started, obviously he was never going to sustain that. But if we could get three quarters of that for five or six starts down the stretch, that would be so big. That would be really helpful. I, you know, maybe maybe Zimmerman is the better answer, but it just feels different without Cameron Maven around. And uh, Zimmerman had not been his, like you said, his first couple months self. And Maven's just a happy maker. He makes people happy. Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's move on to Matt Boyd. Uh, he's He hasn't given up more than three earned runs in a start since June. Um, I was looking back, six of his uh, six straight starts have been definitely not terrible. And last Saturday Saturday night, it's easy to get carried away. Um, but to me, it looked like maybe a star was being born. Am I, am I getting carried away here? He was so solid, wasn't he? He was. He had an answer um, every time. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think they asked, who did they ask? Maybe it was Boyd himself. Like, or Norris, do you feel like you and Fulmer and no- or Norris or those three, do you feel like you're the future core of the Tigers rotation? And they kind of admitted, yeah, you know, we've we've been thinking about that a little bit. And we think we can we can help this team for years to come, which I thought was pretty bold to say. It couldn't have been um, Boyd because uh, I don't know if did you catch his interaction yes, with maybe Keating after the game? <laughs> yeah, I did. I loved it, too. Yeah, because Keating asked him like, um, yeah, is this is this the your most important performance, or is this the best you ever pitched? And Boyd tried to do the whole cliche, you know, it's just a good team win. And Keating was all over it, which I which I really respect. He's like, oh come on, yeah. which is great. Is that the one you're talking that about? That would be the one I was talking about. I was like, it. I know that it, it wins you points in the clubhouse when you do stuff like that, but like, it is a little okay. For him to be like, yeah, that was big for me personally, in addition to how, you know, massive it was. Um, but, you know, obviously I'm never going to never going to hate on a guy for yeah. being too but team we'll, oriented. 
Right. But what would be wrong if the guy just said, hey, you know, that felt really solid for me. This is probably as far as I've, you know, this is as well as I've done in the big leagues. That gives me a lot of uh, confidence for next time. I really feel like I'm getting my feet underneath me. That just really felt good. I mean, there'd be nothing wrong with saying that, would there? Definitely not. That was kind of what I was what I was alluding to. Yeah, Yeah, of course. But I, I, I do. I like him a lot. I, you know, I've trashed him a little bit over the last couple of weeks just because I'm not always sure about this stuff, but I do I do really like him. Um, Keating asked uh, Osmus asked in the post-game press conference uh, whether he thought it was a stepping stone win for Boyd. I thought that was a really interesting question. Mm. Um, I, I obviously would like for the answer to that be yes. What do, you, what do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, this is as dominant as we've seen Boyd, period. He, so if nothing else, if he's scuffling on a start or whatever, he knows he has it in him. Yeah, and this was a good offense. I mean, Texas yeah. is leading the American League West. I mean, they're a very good team. Absolutely. No, I, it was just a really good day for Boyd. Yeah, let's let's hope to, for a few more of those. Um, you know, when, when Zimmerman comes back, we're going to have to lose, you know, any ball and, and probably Big Pelf. But if if Boyd is pitching like this, I will suck up my pride and admit that, that Pelf maybe should go to the bullpen. Oh, that's such a huge sacrifice. Thank you, Hall. Thanks for taking one for the team. If you really think about it, Pelf actually has has decent stuff to move out to the pen. If you know you you don't need more than two pitches out there, which is good because he doesn't have more than that. Maybe his stuff <laughs> plays up a little bit. You know, it, it could happen. He, he he's not a soft tosser. No, he isn't. He, he can throw, and he obviously can get a ground ball, which that is a useful skill yeah. out of the bullpen. So between ground balls and throwing hard, I mean, he does kind of suck, though. <laughs> Sorry to say. Um, let's talk real quick uh, about the end of an era. He's no longer a Tiger, but Prince Fielder um, essentially retired from baseball this past week. Um, any any parting words for the big fella? This is the hottest of hot takes, but I, I really still like Prince Fielder. I never disliked him, even after the whole World Series. You know, I'm over it already. I'm going to go spend time with my kids. This isn't a big deal. Like, he, I wonder if he, because he grew up in a big league family like that, it just gives you a different sense of what playing professional baseball is. I mean, his dad had it as a job, uh, as estranged as he might be to his dad, but he, he grew up with very famous, very professional people. He never acted like professional baseball was this big ordeal because it wasn't for him. I, it's just kind of expected of him, and this was a normal course of business. So I guess you give him a little bit of mulligan for not, like, um, you know, bowing down at the shrine of, of the holiness of baseball. Cause that's, that's kind of his life. And second of all, like he played with a lot of fun and humor and style and he just crushed the ball and he was just this huge, lovable, big dude for the most part. Now, did he have some missteps? Absolutely. You should, you know, can you be mad and get on him about a couple things? Sure. But overall I found him to be quite likable. And um, I'm I'm sad his career came to an end. I'm happy for us that it wasn't in our uniform. Oh, yeah. But um, no, I'm sad to see Prince go. Yeah, but just to bring it kind of full circle, even if we had gotten nothing out of Kinsler for the last three years, just just ditching that contract would have been so incredibly monumental. Um, I mean. Even even if we even if we hadn't gotten anything back, just to lose him might have been Dombrowski's second best trade of his tenure. Yep. 
Yep. And to answer the question that's floating around, um, I don't think we'll get any relief. The Tigers meaning relief from his contract. So um, I won't name names, but several supposed Tigers experts are going around saying, oh, this is great. The Tigers are going to get relief. That's not necessarily true. There could be a scenario where if some of it's insured or whatever, but most likely the Tigers are still playing, paying that $6 million a year. Yeah. And I, I talked earlier about how I thought Casey McGee might be the greatest slow-pitch softball player of all time. Um, Prince is wow. far, far and away a better option. Just, just to tie a bow on this segment. I agree. Try to get him in a t-shirt. That's going to be the trick. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, all right. Are you ready to do your power rankings? Yeah, I'm ready for power rankings. Let's do it. You know, uh, we have some choices, as always. Um, it's the summer. Maybe you want to go to the beach. And if you go to the beach, you need a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And nothing handles children and stuff as well as a minivan. So that's kind of applicable. Okay. Um, our second option is, um, uh, since you and I, we went to a minor league baseball game, and we actually did have a little discussion about minor league baseball team naming. We oh. talked about the Lansing Lugnuts mm-hmm. and how their logo is actually like a bolt, <laughs> which drives me nuts. The lug nut itself should be a nut. There should be a hole in the middle, not a bolt. I always get assumed together, that, that conversation was going to get on the air. Because <laughs> it, it was so profound, right? Uh, so today I have to offer you uh, the minor league baseball team names. That's a hot category. How can I pass on that? That's it. that's in fuego, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> so he, <laughs> so we have the top seven and the bottom three minor league baseball teams. Starting at number seven is the Modesto Nuts. The Modesto Nuts. I think Modesto is like a city in California. I, I think they grow nuts around there. You know, it's a little hard with the water crisis. You got to water your your almonds. Almonds require huge amounts of water. Did really? You know that? I did not. Yeah. Lots of water for the almonds. Anyway, this- I digress. The Modesto Nuts. You have the classic Let's Go Nuts cheer. <laughs> that is good. Which they had even before Lansing. So let's go nuts. And they have like this perfect logo with three different types of nuts. It's pretty good. What it's types food based. are on the, on the logo? I'm curious. I think it's an almond, a walnut, and uh, something else. It's not a cashew because a cashew is a seed, not a nut. Really? Gosh, yeah. just dropping knowledge bombs tonight. Yeah. I, hey, when it comes to nuts, I know what I'm doing. You're our guy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> even though I couldn't come up with that third nut. 
I only got. <laughs> That's I only got. I only got two nuts for you. Um, number six, the El Paso Chihuahuas. The El Paso Chihuahuas. This is a fairly new team. You can't say there's a team name that fits the city better than Chihuahua and El Paso. El Paso is in in or near the Chihuahua Desert, hmm. and the little dogs are like scrappy. They're like little Dustin Pedroyas. It's adorable. <laughs> little Pertles. Little Pertles. Number five, the Akron Rubber Ducks. There we go. It's a it's a it's a fun name. It's a toy, but it also has like roots in the city because Akron was really the hub of the rubber industry. Like a lot of the tire manufacturers came out of Akron, and the Rubber Duck logo actually has like a tire print on the duck's head it's kind of cool and plus it's a freaking rubber duck castellanos would be impressed (laughs) yes he would (laughs) all right number four is the biloxi shuckers oh okay the shuckers shuckers is a fun word to say and you can't tell me shuckers isn't something you want to you don't want to say biloxi is near the gulf I think, and they find um, shellfish, like oysters and stuff. And you, what do you do when you catch them? I think you shuck them. You shuck, you shuck them things. <laughs> so Shuckers is a really solid name. That's number four. Coming in at number three is the Albuquerque Isotopes. The Isotopes. So you have, obviously, all the Simpsons tie-ins with the, with the Isotopes. And it's from Albuquerque where they had the... Um, you know the the nuclear detonations nearby in the desert and stuff. There's like a there's like a nuclear theme with that. It makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and science and stuff. Absolutely, the Manhattan Project. All that stuff happened in the desert there someplace. I assume. Um, that was number three. Number two is the Montgomery Biscuits. Biscuits is a great name, and their mascot is just like. A biscuit kind of wedged open, and the tongue is like a pad of butter. <laughs> of course, it's so it's so good. <laughs> and what do you, you know, think of the least tough thing you can think of. It's probably a biscuit. It's probably a biscuit. Yep. Definitely yeah. There's nothing intimidating about a biscuit. And this always reminds me of this kid I knew in high school. Uh, he was kind of this large dude, and. And we, his nickname was Biscuits, hmm. and uh, I didn't really know his name. And he drove a uh, a golden Mercury Cougar, and we called him Biscuits. So that makes me smile. It's nothing to do with anything. Okay, number one. Do you want to guess? I, don't I think do. Get I want to have a guess at this. Is yeah. it the um, the yard goats? That is a good guess. I considered that, uh, but no, it is not. They didn't make the top seven. They didn't make the top seven. I mean, I want to be a yard goat in the worst way. What, is, what even is a yard goat? It's I feel a like it's goat a little that lives in one's yard. I would, I would assume. What else? What else could it be? Maybe it's a home run hitting goat. Oh, like the goat goes yard. Well like done. the yard goats. Yeah. I'm or trying. maybe it's a goat that's three feet long. <laughs> and you get ten of. If you have ten of them, you get a, a first down. First, yeah. yeah, it's a little short than the European meter goat, <laughs> but. It's still pretty good. <laughs> it's not fit for the Olympics. No. But. Okay. Number one is the Savannah Bananas. Oh, of course. The Savannah Bananas is kind of a new team, 
But the alliteration is, or the, it's not alliteration. It's rhyming. rhyming. Yeah. It's rhyming. The flow of it just flows so good. It's they're the Savannah bananas. Um, and a banana is just kind of a funny thing to have as your mascot. Yeah, definitely. I just think, I just think it's great. I almost bought a Savannah bananas t-shirt. If somebody's listening to this and lives in Savannah, but buy me a banana shirt and send it my way. That's what I want. All right, that's uh, that's uh, the top seven. You ready for the bottom three? Always. Okay. Number three is representative of a whole class of minor league team names, and that is the Mobile Bay Bears. Oh. The Mobile Bay Bears. Mobile is a city in um, Alabama, so- southern Alabama. How many bears do you think live down there? Uh, I'm, I'm not the naturalist, but I would say few. I would guess you. So you're just putting like a a natural feature of your area in front of a random animal, the bay bears. Okay, so you also have the Lynchburg Hill Cats. That's dumb. Cats that live in the hills. The Charleston River Dogs. These names are uncreative and dumb. Stop doing it. But the bay bears is especially bad. Boo. (laughs) Now that was alliteration. Bay bears, bad, boo. Yeah, it was. It's all, it's all mapped out. This is all thoroughly planned. Of Speaking of alliteration, the Indianapolis Indians is number two. <laughs> all right. First of all, you're rocking the Indians name, which is kind of dumb. And number two, you don't even go with the Indians organization. They're a Pirates affiliate. Yeah, that's bad. And it's just lazy to go Indianapolis Indians. Yeah. Like... You think it's it's just lazy. You can't. You couldn't think of anything better than that. They could be the Colts. There's, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> that one's probably been used. All right. It's <laughs> awful. All right. Number one is also representative of a lot of uh, teams that have the same naming convention. But I'm going to go with this one for the number one worst. Do you want to guess? I've got nothing. No. Okay. The Iowa Cubs. Oh, yeah. Good call. Okay. So Iowa Cubs. Cubs is the name of the big league team. And there's a ton of teams that just name themselves after the big league club. That's just giving up. That's just laziness. If you're now, if you're kind of cleverly related, like the the um, the Bay Sox or something like that. I can Redbirds. Yeah, the Redbirds. That makes some sense. I can get behind that. But the Iowa Cubs. And they had a chance to rename this thing because they were a, a White Sox affiliate and then they went back. And second of all, it doesn't even say a city. They're in Des Moines, but they use Iowa. Like you could be a little bit more specific. I kind of wish the I wish the West Michigan White Sox were the just or the Whitecaps were the Grand Rapids Whitecaps. There's nothing wrong with that. That's where they are. Okay, so Iowa Cubs. And they had a chance. So they're at the corner of the uh, the intersection their stadium is. At the corner of the um, the Iowa River and the Raccoon River, <laughs> like come R- on, River raccoons! It's no, <laughs> <laughs> it's staring them right in the face. They should be the raccoons. Yeah, right. Definitely, they're not the cubs, but they're kind of another you know creature. It should be the Des Moines raccoons. That'd be perfect. Why are you screwing this up and just taking the same name as your major league club? Stop being lazy. Use raccoons is right there. Power ranking.
Vikings. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. Um, let's move on to things that I saw on the side of the road while I was running. Um, this, this is a bit of a hot one, hot one for you this week. Um, I have one, it's kind of a developing story. I'm going to, I'm going to keep tabs on it. Um, and I'll let you know in a couple weeks what, what, what happens, but this is one that I actually saw today. Um, so we had, we had some poop talk last week. We're going to get a little more poop talk today. Is that all right? Do I have a choice? You do not, because that's the only thing that I saw on the side of the road this week. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay, so um, it was actually still in my own neighborhood. There was um, – I actually have pencils. I'm, I'm lining them up on my desk. You can't see it. There was three, uh, three strands of poo from a dog that were perfectly lined up like next to each other. I, I don't have a dog, but I would imagine when they when they defecate, it's not like that. It makes me wonder, like, was there like, so it was a, like a stonehenging like the, arrangement of the poo? Like, is that what happened? So this is like the Adidas logo, kind um, of, you know, like three in a row. Yeah, I mean, you if, if you changed the angle Parallel? with which you were looking at it, yes, it would look like the Adidas logo. Huh. So are you suspecting um, agency here? Are you sensing like this was was created by, you know, uh, somebody? Yeah, either an alien or like a poo artist. Like the Andy Goldsworthy of poo. That's a really obscure reference. I'm sorry. I was going to say, uh, I have no idea what that means. He's a guy who does nature art, you know, by like, you know, arranging leaves and stuff. Of course. So maybe he was around and like he was going to make art. Yeah. Have you ever, I know you don't have a dog, but have you ever made poo art? Uh, you have to give me a little bit to think about it. <laughs> On next week's show, Eric's experience with poo art. <laughs> no, I don't think I have arranged feces as art. Okay. Um, so anyway, I'll, I, the, like I said, there's a, a developing uh, story on the side of the road. I want to keep tabs on it. I'm really excited to, to give you that story. Maybe next week. We'll see. We'll see how things go. Um, all right. Let's move. Is, is it re- what, whoa, 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 mm-hmm. whoa, whoa. Is it related to this three- it, it is, is it not. the triumphant of feces it here? Is, it's an animal. Independent of the feces. It, it's it's not feces dependent, no. Okay. All right. um, okay. I've I've been taking pictures of this thing in stages. It's it's something that's decomposing <laughs> on the side of the road. Okay. Uh only here, friends. Only on the podcast, yeah. Let's move on to next week. Um, tonight through Wednesday, we are at home to Kansas City. Tonight, Daniel Norris, who is one and O, takes on Ian Kennedy. Um, Eric, do we have a score update? No, okay. I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking at it either. Here, I can make that happen really quick here, Lee. I'm, I'm pushing the internet button. We're up six not six one. I'm calling it. Come on, where's my freaking phone? It's taking forever. This is what I get for buying the world's cheapest internet service. <laughs> Tigers. Okay, here we go. Ah, we're, down pushing... two, we're down 2-1. Gosh, your prediction was wrong. Bot- bottom eight, but there's still time. Um, tomorrow, Scored. Verlander against Danny Duffy, which will be so fire emoji. I cannot wait for that pitching matchup. Um, I know he is a royal, but I have so much man love for Danny Duffy. Um, almost on the level of man love I have for Francisco Lindor. Uh, and then Anibal Sanchez on Wednesday against Jordano Ventura. So once again, Ugh. hopefully we can come out of that with all of our already not injured players still uh, not injured. And then, Maybe we're on the alternating Sanchez plan. Maybe. You know, maybe he'll show up and be good. 
I could I could live with that. I mean, you could do worse. Every other? Every other. Uh, heck, yeah, I'd take that. Um, Thursday through Sunday, we host Boston. Uh, day game, as previously mentioned on Thursday, Boyd, who's 4-2, and two, takes on Clay Buckholz, who's 4-9. and nine. Apparently, Clay is back in the rotation. I guess. I was I don't... very surprised to see him out of the bullpen, and apparently now I'm just as surprised to see him back in the rotation. One of my favorite tweets ever, and it didn't, nobody really liked it, but I did. <laughs> And it was basically, I want to kidnap Clay Buckholtz and shampoo him. That was the three. And I, this was my favorite. Because this just looked like this greasy-haired mop. And he's like, oh, shampoo yourself. Which I don't get it. Because he looks like the type of brother where, like, a lot of North Face and, like, Lacoste. I, I don't get how maybe. he doesn't bathe. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. It was probably just the lighting. Maybe. Or or the natural oils from his hair. He shows up to game in Sperry's for sure. Uh, Friday, Michael Fulmer, the kid, takes on Ricky P., our former kid, who is 16-3 and three this year. Porcello is? Porcello is 16-3. and three. Uh, Well, what are you going to do? It's good. It's good. Um, Saturday, Norris again against Drew Pomeranz, who we faced for the second time, and then Verlander against Eduardo Rodriguez, though once you get a week out, the pitching matchups are always a little sketchy. Um, Two and three, or excuse me, we took two of three last time out against Kansas City, and we swept Boston, all three in Boston last time out. Like I said, I am worried about a little bit of of bad luck um, coming back after all the good luck we had. Does that make you nervous, or is that just my, my paranoia? Yeah, math doesn't like life doesn't work that way. You think it does, but it doesn't. It could, like, it could though. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Don't you watch any investment vehicle commercials? Uh, yes, I definitely do. <laughs> um, let's see. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Um, Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. And once again, if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, I am trying to up my game. I am at Jordino three. Which is obviously. I, my- I looked for you the other day and I could not find it. Are Are you on the Instagrams? No. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, spell it for me. At J O R D I N H O I N. Yeah, Jordinho, as in Ronaldinho, or all the various. Why other- I? Why wouldn't it be A? Uh, because that's like how- Jordan. <laughs> you do make some valid points. Um. But it's it's an I. It's an I. I N H O. Yeah. Jordan Ho. Jordinho. Yeah, okay. Four. four. Oh, four. oh, yeah, four, of four. course. Yeah. Because you were the fourth person to get that highly coveted name. No, I, I wanted to go for Fifth. ten because that's the, the number you want, you know, for soccer. To yeah, go. of course. But that one was taken. And then I went to one, also taken. And then I like Phil Jones from United who wears four. So that's why I settled on four. Such a nerd. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you want to join the league uh, of myself, Eric, and the other listeners, we have one spot left. Um, just email us at podcastianos at gmail.com. Um, let's see. You can email. Uh, we are at podcastianos.com. Oh, and it, we would love it if you take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or whatever other podcast catching software you use. Um, Eric, do you have any other words to say to the people before we, uh, we get out for the, for the evening? Not any intelligent ones. <laughs> With that being said, uh, we will catch you guys next week. And eat them up, Tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.